seeing my kids and seeing how they are able to do things that make them so happy and knowing that that was me, right? That was me. I had things I was really great at as a kid. There are things that really made me so happy as a kid. And when I tell my kids, you can be anything you want. You can do anything you want. I want to mean that. And I want to know that it's true and it's possible. And so if it's possible for them, it's possible for me. Welcome to the Worthy Mother Podcast, where we discuss all things identity, self-compassion, and fulfillment within and beyond motherhood. I'm Emily Rose Hardy, a mindset and self-love coach for moms. I am a firm believer that to be able to take care of our children, we must take care of ourselves first. This is not a parenting podcast. No, this is a podcast where we will challenge the societal expectations of what it means to be a mom demystify the perfect mom myth, and learn to love ourselves. You are worthy, mama. Let's do this. Hello, mama, and welcome to the Worthy Mother podcast. I hope that you are doing well. We are in this transition to summer, which I know can be a time of just a lot going on for some families. You know, for us, my kids continue to go to preschool over the summer, and actually my little one is going to start going four half days instead of just two. So he'll be going the same days as his brother. So I'm actually going to have a lot more time dedicated to work and all of that. But also my husband works a lot more over the summer than the rest of the year. So a lot of it also feels like solo parenting and that can obviously be hard. And I know for so many families who have school-aged kids, having the kids home from school over the summer can cause some really massive shifts in how things actually get done. And while it can be so much fun to enjoy the time with your kids over summer, it can also be really challenging and frustrating even sometimes, right? So however this time is looking for you, I just want to take a moment and acknowledge that your feelings are valid and, you know, we're, there's a lot happening. I am so excited for this episode. I'm going solo and I'm going to be talking about a topic that I have been sitting on for quite a bit It's something that is so key to the work that I do with mothers and to the self-work that I've done for myself. And it's such an important part of my story and really how I ended up in the space of supporting moms and how I ended up having this podcast and so much more. But it's also something that I find kind of hard to articulate. And that is the unexpected way that motherhood has taught me how to dream. So what I love about this conversation is that so often when we talk about motherhood, we talk about the way it shakes our identities and it kind of removes us from who we truly are for some amount of time. And that's because of so many factors, you know, from outside expectations to a lack of support and resources to having time and space to ourselves with a baby at home. Like there's so many pieces that can kind of shake our identities. And that absolutely was true for me. That was part of my experience and part of my story. But there's another part of it. And that is how the massive shift in my life of becoming a mom rocked me to my core. But it also gave me the space and the position to kind of reflect and envision more for myself. It gave me kind of a jumping off point to really learn how to dream. 
So that is kind of the angle that I'm going to be examining my own motherhood experience from today. And I hope there's pieces of this that you can take for yourself. If maybe you are in a period where you're feeling stuck, or maybe you want to reflect on your own experience. If you are someone who is pursuing dreams and passions in a way that you didn't before motherhood, maybe this will allow you to kind of reflect on that differently. So I'm going to start by giving kind of a background on myself before motherhood. I was kind of a chronic should do or I'll call myself. And it's hard for me to even pinpoint why this was. My parents weren't particularly strict and they didn't put like wild amounts of pressure on me and my sisters to do things, you know, quote, right. But I just always felt like I needed to be good at things and nice and, you know, have a positive attitude, all that. And I think just by being a somewhat like obedient child, I guess, pretty early on, not because it was forced on me, but because I just was easygoing in that way, I didn't really push boundaries. And I really took the positive feedback that I got as a, you know, a good kid, quote, good kid, and internalized that and believed that my worth was tied to how good I was, you know, how well I performed, the way I followed all the rules, the good things that my teachers said about me, all of that. And I also just kind of went along with what others liked. Like when someone would ask me what kind of music I liked, I would give some kind of general answer and just was kind of agreeable with friends, right? I never wanted my own opinions on things to stand out. And so as I became a young adult, I didn't really have a concept of like what I liked and didn't like. But I did know that I had good grades and I had this constant message that I could do anything I wanted. I remember my mom saying to me and my sister, who was in high school at the same time as me, she would regularly say things about how we were doing so well in school and that we were so lucky because we had so much opportunity available to us, right? Like we were smart and capable. And honestly, like I was applying to colleges and trying to make this huge decision of what I wanted to do with the rest of my life. And all of that, like all this opportunity, all these choices, it sounded pretty paralyzing to me. It really felt paralyzing. So I applied to schools for engineering because I figured honestly that if I didn't know what I wanted to do, I might as well do something that I could do and make good money doing it. Right. So I got into a college for architectural engineering and pretty immediately realized that that was definitely not what I wanted to do. That was out. Um, I was just not interested in learning about how buildings were made. I didn't really want to know. I wasn't curious about that stuff. It was not something that I was passionate about or really interested in at all. So I switched majors. Now at my university, that was not an easy thing to do. I ended up choosing the most generalized major that I could find because of that. And I went on to major in communication studies, which I really liked because it didn't just immediately spit me out into a specific career. Like that's why I chose it, right? I would have this chance to figure out what I wanted to do before the time came where I had to pick a career. I had to pick something to do with my life, right? And I ended up loving my major. I learned so much that really influenced a lot of what I chose to do after college and a lot of the work that I do now, right? Learning about communication, learning about how we function in the world with other people. So towards the end of college, I still didn't really know what I wanted to do. So I kind of decided yet again that I would go with kind of quote should, right? I knew I probably should go for a job that was stable. So I went on to become a teacher. I like kids. I liked learning and I knew that I could get a job and have a consistent paycheck. So I was like, Hey, checks all the boxes. Um, was it a dream? No, but that was okay. I didn't know what I wanted to do. Right. There was nothing else I felt called to do. So it would work. 
And so that is what brought me to my teaching career. I finished my teaching credential when my firstborn was just about seven months old. I started the program while I was pregnant, had him and finished when he was a baby. And I got my first teaching job later that year and it was fine. I was good at it, right? I got a paycheck, I got benefits. And when people asked me what I did, it was easy to answer, right? I'm a teacher. That's like a straightforward, clear answer. But I also struggled a lot with my identity becoming a mom, right? Like I said, like, It shook me just like it does so many moms. And when my son was born, there really wasn't anyone else in my life having kids. I've talked about this before, but I was the first of my friends. I was pretty young. No one else was really having kids in our life. So I felt isolated and I was already in this phase of transition and then had this total shift, this total experience of becoming a mother happen. So it was really in that and in that place of feeling like, I wasn't even sure who I was anymore, that I really started this journey of learning to want more for myself and learning to allow myself to dream bigger. When I had my first son, there was this weird dissatisfaction that came along with it. And when I think about why that is, and I think this is true for so many moms, we feel this deep dissatisfaction, like we want something more. And I think a lot of that is because we think that having a child is going to fill any void we have, right? We feel like this is what I've always wanted. For me, I know that was definitely true. I always wanted to be a mom. And so I thought when I had my son, when I had a kid, even if it wasn't the time I thought I would be having a kid in the situation I thought I'd be having a kid in, I thought that that would just be everything, right? That would fill me up in the way that I had never experienced before. And when it didn't, when it was like, okay, this still isn't everything, that was very odd to me. And I didn't really know what to do with that. And again, I think this is something that a lot of moms experience. We don't realize that becoming a mom doesn't take away all the other parts of our lives and all the other desires we have or may have in the future, But I really was dealing with this kind of feeling of like, this isn't enough. What I'm doing isn't enough. It's not filling me up. I'm not deeply satisfied with my life in the way that I want to be. And I don't know that I would have ever recognized that without going through the experience I did having my son. And so, you know, the pandemic happened shortly after. I think my son was about 18 months old when the pandemic hit. I was teaching. Obviously, we all got kind of knocked off the the normal course, right? We all were struggling in whole new ways. Um, And then my second son was born and I had some mental health challenges in that period, um, but also did a lot of self-reflection and a lot of like healing and understanding who I was on a deeper level. And around the same time, I was realizing that I wasn't really happy teaching. It didn't feel like there was enough opportunity for growth for me. It didn't feel like this was something I really wanted to do. It was never a dream of mine. It was never something that I was insanely passionate about. I was good at it. But when I would imagine like staying in my teaching career for 30 years or whatever till I would need to retire, I would just get the sense of dread. Like I can't imagine myself doing this for much longer. And really, I mean, that's why I went and got my master's degree is because I was like, well, maybe that'll give me a way out of the classroom, right? And at the same time as this, I'm having my kids kind of get to ages where I'm seeing them experience things that bring them joy, right? Things that they have their unique interests. They have these things that are different than each other that bring them joy and getting to see like, I wonder what that joy is going to turn into, what those passions are going to turn into as they grow 
What are they going to be interested in? My oldest, he really loves like building Legos. He's so creative when it comes to building Legos and can follow the directions incredibly. And he's four. And it's just wild to watch him take a like little instruction packet and build a whole Lego thing out of it. He's also just really good at sports. He's so athletic. He can throw a ball anywhere he aims it, right? Like he's just, he has these talents and these skills and just like pondering the opportunities he'll have as he grows in high school. Will he want to play sports? Maybe not. Maybe he will. Seeing all these things and wondering these things, right? Seeing what fills my kids' souls and then wondering what I'm doing for myself to fill my own soul. And in kind of seeing that through my children and seeing how they have their own unique experiences, their own unique lives, it really gave me this, this position to reflect on my own life, this own child, right? Like I was this little child who my parents told me that I could do anything. I could be anything that I wanted to be. And they meant that, right? They meant it. They really believed that I could do whatever I put my mind to. And to the point where they instilled that in me, I I felt that I could do whatever I put my mind to. But what was I putting my mind to doing? That's where the disconnect was, right? I didn't know what I wanted to do. And so thinking about how I was kind of stopping myself from having bigger dreams because I didn't know how to dream. I didn't know how to see past the obvious. And I had really limited myself to kind of making decisions in life that were without risk, right? I went and got a teaching credential because I didn't know what I wanted to do. And that was something that I knew I could do and I could get a job in. The risk was really low, right? But in seeing my kids and seeing how they are able to do things that make them so happy and knowing that that was me, right? That was me. I had things I was really great at as a kid. There are things that really made me so happy as a kid. And when I tell my kids, you can be anything you want. You can do anything you want. I want to mean that. And I want to know that it's true and it's possible. And so if it's possible for them, it's possible for me. And with that kind of realization, and that wasn't like something I just realized one day, right? It's been a process and really through like doing things that, oh, you know, this feels good. This is exciting. Um, when I started my blog, Honestly, Emily Rose back in early 2021, and that kind of set me on this journey of realizing there's a whole world of opportunity to support mothers in this way that I never could have known, right? I couldn't have known as a high school senior that I would want to get into the work of supporting moms. Like that wasn't a thing to me at all. So I couldn't have known that, but, you know, seeing this world open up to me of like, this is something that lights my soul on fire. This is something that is so just like, I'm so drawn to it. And I'm so excited to be doing this work. I'm so excited to have a podcast and to get to talk about these things and share these things with others and to be able to make an impact on the lives of others in a way that feels good, right? It feels aligned with my values and what's important to me. And I did a lot of reflection on my own worth and my own capabilities and this feeling that they're just, there was so much more possible for me. And that's not to say that like being a teacher is not important and it's not a lot, but it just wasn't, it wasn't what felt good to me. Right. And so to see like, I can actually make choices based on what feels good and there may be risk involved, 
but it also is about time that I take a risk, right? And so it has led me to this place where I am now working as a motherhood support coach. I have this incredible podcast. I am meeting with incredible women to have incredible conversations about motherhood and the experience of being a woman and being a mother and raising children and dealing with expectations and everything that impacts our experiences, right? I also have my instructional design business that had I not looked beyond the classroom, if I had not looked beyond the school system, I never would have realized that actually my education and the things that have, you know, that I've come to along the way, they actually have led me to this really incredible place where I am able to help others create learning experiences. You know, I love education. I I am really deeply passionate about education and I love learning about how we learn. And that impacts all of the work I do. It impacts the work I do as a coach. And it also impacts the work I do as an instructional designer. And I know that I have these amazing things in front of me right now. I am doing work that makes me so happy. I am on some teams that just, I, I enjoy so much. It's not all fun. It's not all easy, but it is, it just, I know I'm doing something that is more aligned with myself than what I was doing in the past. And it's all because I let myself dream a little bigger. And then what's really cool is that I see that there is so much more potential for myself, right? And it's not just like knowing exactly what I will do in the future, but knowing that I can dream, I can have big dreams and say, why not? Right. One thing that I've always thought would be amazing is to be a writer and to be an author. And really like, I never would have admitted that as a kid, right? I never would have admitted that as a high school. I never would have admitted that in college. But now that I see like, oh, that's something people can actually do. Like every published author out there is a human being just like me. And they just decided they were going to write a book and publish a book. And they did. Well, why not me? Right? And that kind of mindset of like knowing that we can dream as big as we want and we can set our expectations for ourselves as high as we want and we can pursue things that seem so far out of reach and know that we may not achieve all those goals, right? We may not reach every dream that we've had, but we won't reach them if we never dream them, right? We'll never get there if we don't set the vision there. And like, what a powerful thing to know And what a powerful thing for my kids to watch me embody and embrace this this sense of like being able to desire more and to accept that and to follow those, those dreams that I have for myself and to know it's okay if I, you know, quote, fail. It's okay if my dreams change, but I'm giving myself the opportunity to grow and expand beyond my current position. And I want my children to know that that's possible for them too. And I want you to know that that's possible for you. Like it really truly is. Even if you don't know what you're interested in, you don't know what the next step looks like, just giving yourself permission to imagine something different, to imagine something more, like that is the first step in figuring it out. And so it is so beautiful and so powerful. And I just am so grateful for my journey and for the experience that becoming a mother had on me, right? The experience that I lived and how that has really expanded me, not just in my role as a mother, but in my 
existence as a human being, as this person with passions outside of my children. And it's it's really exciting to reflect on that. So I am so grateful that I get to be here and have these conversations with you. I am so grateful for you for tuning in today. And I just want to encourage you to check in with yourself. And if you are feeling like there is more for you, you are needing and wanting more to give yourself the space to kind of lean into that. And if you are living out your dreams, you are following your passions, you're pursuing those goals that seem too big at one point, stop and reflect because it can be really, really powerful to do just that. Take a moment and just take it all in. We are going to leave the episode at that today. If you are enjoying listening week after week, I would absolutely be honored if you would head to Apple Podcasts and leave a rating and review. Those are so helpful for other moms who find the podcast and want to check it out but aren't quite sure. They read those reviews, see that there's some good ratings, and they feel like they'll give it a try. And then we can reach more mamas with these conversations. I will leave it at that. Dream big and remember, you are worthy mama. Bye.